0: You're listening to a mini series that explores cities, climate, and change, part of a new podcast collection called Talking Transformations, produced at the International Institute for Industrial and Environmental Economics at Lund University. My name is Kes McCormick, and in this mini series, I'll guide you through a collection of interviews recorded at the ICLI World Congress, hosted in Malmö, Sweden, during May 2022. We'll explore the dynamics of transformation in cities responding to climate change. We'll meet influential changemakers from a range of organisations, including the World Resources Institute, the European Commission and ICLI. And through our discussions, I hope to share knowledge, examples and inspiration relevant to you in your city as we ask, what next for cities?
1: Hi, my name is uh, Roger, or Rogier Vandenbergh. I'm the acting global director for World Resources Institute, Ross Center for Sustainable Cities, and uh, we are think and do tanks. So we work through our regional offices globally with a big team of 400 professionals. It's um, it's a non-profit organization for for, for your information on making cities better for everyone.
0: So look, I mean, you already work with cities and climate change and sustainable development, but what do you think is the role that cities can play in the context of, of climate action?
1: Well, they have a key role to play. So I always say you can't resolve the climate crisis without resolving cities. I mean, two thirds of greenhouse gas emissions come from cities. So cities have a key role to play. And they can do that by, you know, changing how they work in the building construction industry, how they work around their transport and mobility, how they think about materials and waste and so on. So cities really have a crucial role and uh, it's really very much needed that that is going to be. I mean, it's acknowledged, but it's not only going to be the responsible for cities, but also the responsibility for a lot of other partners.
0: No, absolutely. I mean, as you point out, I mean, cities are working across so many topics and areas. Um, look, I've heard about this thing called the Prize for Cities. Can yeah. you tell us a little bit about what is the Prize for Cities? The
1: Prize for Cities is a prize that we started three years ago. It's now in the third cycle. It's the WI Ross Center for Sustainable Cities. Prize for Cities and the Prize for Cities is really aiming at surfacing transformative projects which, uh, we, that have a ripple effect. And that can really change the trajectory of cities to sustainability.
0: Look, I mean, this idea of a ripple effect and so on is is really fascinating. I mean, if you took that a bit further, I mean, what is the ultimate ambition of a prize for cities? I mean, what do you hope to happen? What kind of impacts do you hope to happen in the uh, world around us? Uh,
1: first of all, I think there's, there's, there's three elements in it. One is showcasing what have cities done and how did they do it? The second element is really surfacing what are the kind of approaches that uh, are happening across the globe. So last cycle, we had 260 submissions. So it gives you a lot of data and insights. And the third is the learning component. And increasingly the learning component, the exchange between cities and the people and the actors that produce cities is important. Really practical approaches, learning from things that have been successful.
0: Yeah, look, this last point on learning. I mean, we work heavily with that, and it feels like that learning around transformative uh, skills and capacities, and how we you know make shifts in systems and organisations, is so important. Obviously, you work with cities all over the world, but if I asked you to pick a city that inspires you, or several cities that inspire you, um, could you select a few? Well,
1: all cities. We're cities people, so it's all cities. But let me let me pick the winner of last year, Rosario in Argentina. Very inspiring. That's the winner of the of the of the prize for cities of last year. They really looked into bringing, scaling urban agriculture in order to kind of reshape communities and to reshape the cities. Really after, in the wake of the Argentinian uh, uh, crisis, they kind of started to plan and started to develop kind of empty public lands and started to develop a whole ecosystem and infrastructure, including markets, including kind of job programs. And I really that helped to kind of revitalize the city reduce kind of impacts of climate change, create jobs and create kind of community practices. So that's a beautiful example of such a transformative project. So so Rosario, Argentina is now my favorite city. So let's wait for the next cycle (laughs)
0: what my next favorite city is. No, it's definitely a good example. Just a follow-up question: because it is a global prize? Do you do you get applicants from all over the world applying to the prize, or do you have to work a bit harder in, in particular regions?
1: No, no, no. We have we really we really have a very very good distribution across uh, across the globe. So that's uh, as I said last time, it was two hundred and sixty submissions, hundred sixty cities, fifty four countries. I I got the data for this podcast uh, right, so. Uh, it's, It's a very good distribution that gives us a very good view on kind of global trends, but also understanding what's kind of regionally at play.
0: Yeah, look, it's a fantastic mix. And as you say, I mean, it provides real insights into what's happening around the world. Just finally, if there was a, a national policymaker standing here or perhaps a, a multinational company standing in this room and wanting to support cities, what kind of support would you ask for cities working on climate change? To the national
1: policymaker, you can't do it without cities. And investing in climate change reduction in cities going to offer you jobs and economic growth. So that's one thing, a multinational company help us to really shape and, 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 and unlock a behavioral change on the ground. So that means offer options so people can change the way how they move from A to B2B. They can change what they eat and so on and so forth.
0: Look, thank you so much for being here today. Great insights into the Prize for Cities and WRII and the work all around the world. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Once again, we thank our guests for joining us on this episode of Talking Transformations, a new podcast collection by the E at Lund University. In addition, we produce a monthly podcast called Advancing Sustainable Solutions, available wherever you listen to podcasts. This miniseries is produced in collaboration with the podcast team of Advancing Sustainable Solutions and supported by the ECLI and Viable Cities. ICLEI, also known as Local Governments for Sustainability, is a global network of more than 2,500 local and regional governments committed to sustainable urban development. Viable Cities is a strategic innovation program in Sweden, focusing on the transition to climate neutral and sustainable cities. If you want to learn more about ongoing research and activities, visit our website at www.iiwe.lu.se and stay tuned for new episodes of Talking Transformation.